Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Another great show today, Megan. Well, we excited. Wonderful I'm guest. Really excited. I know, and this is an interesting one. I think our audience is really going to enjoy this one. On the line with us right now is Scott Goldberg, and Scott is president of Bank is Life, and they're a national life and health insurance brand, Megan. Now, get this. They've been working with the Alzheimer's Association for 14 years. Megan, how many people on this show have we, we've interviewed that have been working with someone for 14 years? Not many. Not many. Not many. And they have raised during that time $4.5 million in support for Alzheimer's care, education, and research. How are you doing, Scott? Welcome to the show. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Wow, 14 years, Scott. I mean, that's twice as long as most marriages last. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, but we have been (laughs) delighted with this partnership. Uh, You know, I've been with the enterprise for 13 years, and when I joined, this program was really just getting going. But it was a novel idea. The Alzheimer's Association was uh, very supportive of it. And lo and behold, we have been at it for uh, well over a decade. Wow. So one of the one of the things we're so curious about, Scott, is how this program got started. It sounds like you were there almost from the very beginning. Um, but I wonder if you could maybe take a second and just describe what you do, because quite frankly, that's really what caught our attention when we saw this campaign. And then talk a little bit about how it got started, because it is such a unique effort when it comes to corporates supporting a nonprofit. Well, like a lot of companies, we wanted to find a cause that our employees and our agents could rally behind and meant something to our policyholders. So the Alzheimer's Association was a great fit from the get-go. But we wanted to do more than just write a check. We wanted to be part of the effort to get the word out. And we thought, what can we do to engage our workforce in a way that would really put them out on the street, getting in front of people, talking about this cause. And then the real tie-in came when we thought, forget me not flowers, this is perfect. And here's the way this program works. And this is what makes it fun and makes it a little bit easier to engage people when you're out on the street looking to collect donations, because that's really what this is. We are canning for change all over the country with our employees and agents. And when you donate to this campaign, we give you a little packet of forget-me-not flower seeds. Wow. So you can go home, plant the seed of hope. So it became this great tie-in. And because it was novel and it was different, and importantly, it was our own. This is a banker's life fundraiser with the Alzheimer's Association. We really created something here. That's incredible, though. I mean, you know, and think about it, too, uh, Scott. You you guys are so much further ahead on the Harry Krishnas. Maybe if they had done the seeds instead of the flowers, it would have worked out better for them. 
You know, I don't know what their fundraising campaigns are, but I will tell you that uh, I appreciate their tenacity. (laughs) (laughs) And I I bet your employees have the same tenacity. No, but it's interesting with the seeds, though. And what Megan and I have learned is when you go out there and you have something to give people, they're so much more receptive, Scott. Is that what you found? Totally. Yeah. So remember, this is not only all of our sales offices around the country. We have approximately 300 locations. So thousands of our employees and agents are engaged to to get the word out as part of of our Forget Me Not Days campaign, but also in our corporate office. Our corporate offices in Chicago, our corporate offices in Carmel, Indiana, in Philadelphia, part of our affiliate companies. We're out there too. I go out there, as do my peers and, and the entire executive team. And we are out uh, engaging with, with people all over downtown mm-hmm. and asking them to support the campaign. And when you have something in your hand that yeah. you can go and hand to something to someone, boy, it, it does make that interaction a little bit easier. Yeah. So are you, I'm just trying to visualize this and we've got some great photos. We'll include them in the show notes, but you've got your employees out on the street. Like you said, canning for change. They have these little collection canisters. They have green aprons on that have the Alzheimer's branding on it. And, and you've got your forget me nots. So are you handing out seeds and saying, Hey, would you like to make a donation today for Alzheimer's association? Or how, how do you start that conversation? Or are you waiting till people fill your, fill your coin canister to give them the seeds? Yeah. Because remember Scott too, when, if if, the Harry Christians, they used to give you a flower, but if you didn't pay them for it, they would take it back. No, that was <laughs> happened to me on several occasions. So, I mean, how did it, how did it work with the seeds? Well, if, if I see you while I'm out there and I approach you and hand you the seeds, whether or not I get a donation, yep. you can keep those seeds. That okay. I, That's good. I assure you on that. Yep. But look, I do what everyone else does. I see people walk by, hope that I can get some eye contact, and there I am in my typical work uniform, but with this apron over it, and I got packets of seeds in the pouches, and... I bring one forth and say, look, it, I, I'm out here raising awareness and in, uh, in, in money for the Alzheimer's Association, and I'd like you to take this, and you can go home and plant these, and, you know, here we are, and, and the conversation begins. And do they do they know that you're from Bankers Live? Do they because you're you're out there in a suit, essentially, or, you know, your shirt sleeves or whatever. It's not like you guys are out there in jeans looking like uh, solicitors trying to get signatures for for a political campaign. So you Mm -hmm. look professional, at least the pictures that I've seen. So do people ask you where you're from? You know, we have some branding on the apron, but quite honestly, what the day is all about is getting the word out about Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't even recall uh, quite candidly engaging someone about banker's life. You'd be surprised with Five million Americans living with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. When you con- confront someone on the street, uh, more often than, th- than not, they've had a personal experience yeah. with the disease. Yep. And you'd be amazed at the stories that come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can kid around, you know, about us wearing the aprons and collecting the change and all that. But it really starts a conversation. And it's not what you're expecting at your lunchtime in downtown Chicago or wherever mm-hmm. else you might be. And, you know, I think it's it's so interesting too, Scott, because 
you know, one of the things we struggle with in our field are good ideas like this for B2B companies like yours. And, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, I think in general, like people kind of struggle, you know, because they think like, well, I'm not Target, I'm not Starbucks, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not IHOP where, you know, I have people like pouring into my restaurant or my location and I can ask them to donate money and stuff like that. You know, what can I do? And what a lot of B2B companies end up doing is they work within, you know, the structure of their organization. They'll do something with employees or something like that, but they never really turn it into this type of program that you've done, you know, where you've said, no, we're going to get out there. We're going to go where the money is, right? Because, you know, one of the things, Scott, Megan and I always say is that with cause marketing, the money is in the employee and the customer and the people in general. And this program is such a great example of you getting out among the people. It is. And what makes this work for us is that the bulk of our folks who are out there raising money um, out on the streets, in parks, running events, they are the same individuals who are our producers, our agents, our sales managers. And, you know, these individuals spend most of their day interacting one-on-one with people that they don't know very well, and they're trying to engage and trying to help. So, it actually comes really natural to that population. The group that always struggles a little bit more is the home office executives. Mm. I mean, we're out there going and doing this and trying our best, you know, in downtown and running across people we know and engaging them too to uh, donate to the cause. But our agents and our managers, our salespeople, they do this every day. They're so good at it. Uh, engaging someone that they don't know very well on a, on a tough topic, well, when you're in the insurance industry, that's a lot of what you have to do. That makes it a little bit easier for me to understand, too, because when I first saw this, first of all, it just jumped out because it was so unique. But second, my second thought was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they have their employees out there panning for change for the Alzheimer's Association. Talk a little bit about how tough that is, maybe from the corporate perspective, um, to get your employees out there to do this? Like, do they just see it as like, this is what we do at Banker's Life and we're doing it every year and everyone's out there and it's maybe a little awkward at first, but it's great fun. Or do you get resistance from employees? Like, I'm not doing that. You know, we do not get resistance. Wow, they cool. are it's amazing. supportive of it. Yep. It's, it's an opportunity uh, to get in the community, to be talking to someone about a topic that our agents are passionate about because we sell protection policies that can help if you have Alzheimer's disease. Uh, they're, they're used to talking to people they don't know. And uh, you know what? It's in some ways, it's, it's a break from everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are deeply engaged in the cause and in helping their community. And you know, if you think about people who are attracted into something like uh, selling insurance and helping policyholders and do that for an enduring period of time, they're really a like-minded special group that really does care about these things. They're, they're not apathetic and for giving them an opportunity to get out and engage and get their hands dirty and really see the money go into the jar. Um, that really means a lot and a lot of great ideas and neat things that, that our agents are cooking up 
we're just right behind them trying to support them. Last week or the week before on the show, we actually talked to Aflac and they have their agents actually get involved with the cancer efforts. And one of the things that their agents do is they donate part of their commission. Uh, so whenever they close something, they're donating a portion to cancer charities. And they have stepped up, Scott, and donated on average $500,000 a month uh, to cancer causes, uh, you know, around Aflac and stuff like that. And I think like what I love to see is, you know, we are really seeing like the real golden opportunity here is with employees uh, because, you know, they have that ability that, like you said, they have a comfort level in especially agents. They're out there and they know how to talk to people. And like you said, hey, these people have tough conversations all the time to put them out on the street and ask them for, you know, to get people to, to donate to a great cause is probably not the toughest thing they're going to do that day. So, I mean, it's an, it's a tremendous resource for companies like yours. It is. I mean, I, I never heard of that other company you yeah. mentioned. <laughs> but, uh, at, at Baker's Life. Oh, sorry, Scott. Life, I didn't think of that. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> at Baker's Life, it, it really is. Our, 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 our folks are, are engaged in this. And I think it's because it is such, as you said earlier, a unique and kind of fun event that we run over the course of a, of a weekend that it's had such longevity for us. I mean, mm -hmm. I think had we gone and written a check or done something that wasn't our own, yeah. it, it probably would have gone a, a couple of years. It may have been some type of, of, of sponsorship, but it wouldn't have this annual rhythm that it does. I mean, you, 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 we have the gear, the aprons and the seeds and, you know, all the infrastructure for this. And, you know, we look forward to, uh, this day when you get out of the office and, you know, you're really talking about something that's important to, to, to people, especially those who have had an Alzheimer's experience. Yeah. Hey, Scott, yeah, let me absolutely. ask you something. If you or something you've heard of, what is like the craziest or funniest thing that's happened to you, either you or one of your people out when you're canning? That's a good question. Well, you've heard from people like, you won't believe what happened to me today. <laughs> I'll tell you the thing that happens yeah. um, quite often, okay? And this might not sound as outlandish, but, mm -hmm. but it's interesting. And, and I hear this all the time, and I've seen it happen. And that is you're out at a busy intersection, mm -hmm. uh, you know, where you can hopefully interact with people, ideally at, at, a, at a lunchtime or something else, especially if you're in downtown Chicago. And you see people come and they're clearly business professionals. And listen, we get our share of donations from business professionals. But I will tell you, undoubtedly, mm -hmm. someone comes up who looks like they're down on their luck. Mm -hmm. mm. And you're looking at them and you're thinking, I'm, I'm not really going to confront this person because frankly it looks like they they need what they have yeah and i'll tell you what the stories come in where sure enough it is someone with that description who ends up reaching in their wallet and giving you a 20 dollar bill yeah and putting it in the in yeah. the jar yeah that, that that story is repeated throughout the country and i think I, I think there is something about uh, people who have been through tougher times mm. who are seeing their share of adversity that makes them more susceptible to being generous. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we we interviewed a pizza parlor on the show a while ago, actually, and they were in a very low income neighborhood. And what they were doing is paying slices of pizza forward. So people would come in and say, I want to buy a a piece of pizza for somebody who's down on their luck. And the reason the program was so successful, it was covered on Ellen. And I mean, it was covered nationally is because so many of those people had been, somebody had given them something when they were down on their luck. So they felt like paying it forward was really important to them. So I think that's a really interesting point. And it's probably not something that you're uh, associates and employees come in contact with on a daily basis, that particular reality. So it's probably, it's probably engaging in that way too. One of the things that's interesting, Scott and Megan too, and you may remember this too. I don't know if it was big lots or another organization or retailer, but they were telling us, Scott, that, you know, the point of sale programs, when you go into a store and they ask you to donate a dollar at the register, Sure. those programs tend to raise the most money in the locations, in the poorest communities. When mm-hmm. you're asking people, lots. yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's the thing too, is I just think that, you know, that bottom of the pyramid, there's incredible generosity there. I think that's exactly it. And yeah. when you see it and you interact with it, it keeps you human. I mean, yeah. it really does. It's probably motivating to you too. Like, okay, I can stand out here another hour and ask people for change because, you know, what what am I struggling with? So I think that's a fantastic lesson. I'm curious too, Scott, you've been there... 13 years. So how have you seen the program evolve over the years that you think is is interesting? Well, it's gotten bigger. You know, when we started, as we do every year, it's completely on a volunteer basis around our company. So particularly, you get outside of the corporate environments and you're in sales offices, very decentralized, completely up to those offices if they want to participate. And every year, more and more of our offices, virtually all the offices now participate. Um, So that's one thing. It's just gotten bigger within our company. The other thing is, in working with the Alzheimer's Association, they have adopted this program and have joined us in uh, canning for change on Forget-Me-Not Days. Mm. So it's even spread throughout chapters of the Alzheimer's Association. Yeah. That's fantastic. So are they standing side by side with you or are they doing their own thing? Well, all the money that is raised goes to the local chapter. Mm-hmm. And the, the way the Alzheimer's Association is constructed is that here in Chicago, where I'm with the greater Illinois chapter. But if you go to Indiana, you're with the greater Indiana chapter and et cetera. So everything that's collected is, is donated locally. And whether or not that local chapter gets involved really depends on what's happening with the leadership there. But over time, we have made this a bigger and bigger thing throughout the country. So it's really been gratifying. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And, you know, one of the things I'm curious about too, Scott, is, um, you know, the Alzheimer's Association is a big organization, but it's not like a huge organization. It's not St. Jude, right? You know what I mean? In terms of like mm-hmm. you know, this massive organization. And it's kind of ironic. I use that as an example because we all know that St. Jude is relatively small, right? It's a, it's a small hospital in Memphis, but it's certainly got a big brand. Does the Alzheimer's Association do a good job communicating both with your staff into kind of the larger community about what you folks are doing? Are they doing a good job kind of telling the story of what Banker's Life is doing? Oh, they do a great job. That's good. We've gotten to know the people there quite well. Um, I've been invited onto the board in the greater Illinois chapter. One of my uh, counterparts is in the greater Indiana chapter, and we are uh, uh, tightly engaged with them on this effort. And and they have given us uh, a a lot of kudos and recognition. It's really 
been wonderful. How much of the how much of the impact are you able to see from them? I mean, being on the board, I would assume you're seeing a lot of that impact. But in terms of shooting, getting that back to your employees or people that are participating in forget me not days, how much are you able to communicate that back to those folks? Well, the Alzheimer's Association is is one of the uh, go to places in the United States when you need help with care. I mean, this is a resource that people look to. So we have an opportunity just being involved here to listen to some of their speakers, get to hear about uh, where the Alzheimer's Association is making investments, um, how they are helping to raise awareness. And so we feel like we're part of the national voice around this cause. And it's such a big deal. I mean, the statistics are overwhelming. Every 66 seconds, someone in the U.S. develops the disease. I mean, over the next 30 years, there could be three times as many people living with Alzheimer's as there is now. I know, because the aging population, right? It's huge. It is out of control, and it's scary, and it's something that we have to do something about. So look, we've raised almost $5 million since we've done this program. In the scheme of things, it's probably not the biggest number of, of causes that you'll see. I, we get that. But having that conversation, being part of it, getting out on the street and engaging people, that's where I think we have an even greater impact. Um, yes, of course, the money is always helpful and, and we're a contributor, but we like to think, you know, you have every person who's involved and we have thousands and you're talking to several hundred people over the course of this campaign, you know, a person and you run the math and you're really having a, 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 a bigger impact on the conversation. Well, this is such a fantastic program, Scott. Thank you so, so much for coming on Cause Talk Radio to talk a little bit more about it. If people want to hear more about or learn more about this program, how might they do that online? Well, of course, they can go to bankerslife.com and get information. Or we have a separate site, forgetmenotdays.com. And you can get information about our company and about this program at those locations. Excellent. And we will include that in the show notes, which people can find where, Joe? Online. They can find them first at SelfishGiving.com. People can also find me on Twitter at Joe Waters and make sure to check all those uh, Pinterest boards out. I got one on B2B fundraising that I'm going to add this one to. I think it's a great one. And you can find me on Pinterest at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. Where can people find you, Megan? I'm online on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I also tweet for Engage for Good, which will be happening in Chicago May 31st and June 1st, by the way. And you can also find show notes at engageforgood.com as well as selfishgiving.com. And of course, we want you to subscribe to Cause Talk Radio on iTunes or Google Play so you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Scott and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 